0: Hey, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Skate Date. Woo. Super excited to be here. (laughs) Shove is out here looking like a snack. Oh, thanks, babe. I think it's that shirt that you're wearing. It's so cute. Thanks. It's Blood and Thunder. It says, life's better on roller skates. And then it says, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero.
1: (laughs) It's a Ouija board. I, I started thinking about that 80s song, like...
0: 8675309 Yeah. Ginny? What is it Ginny? What's it called? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just know it's <laughs> like a number. I remember seeing memes that were like, you know, you were you're this old if you can complete this number pattern yeah, that's and it true. was Yeah. 8675309 I think it's Ginny. I think I that's say what Ginny, it is. But I, I like don't know. I got shirt too. Thank you. It says women on the back three times. Oh my gosh. I was wondering. Did you know that? no because i thought
1: you have a blood and thunder shirt there's a tube top top and it says women in the front and i really want it
0: the mustard one yes i do have that
1: but like so the other day when you were like blah blah my blood and thunder shirt i have this shirt that says women on the back i really love it in my head i was like it's not on the back it's on the front (laughs)
0: and how i get it (laughs) It's funny that you think that I only have one shirt that says women on it.
1: Lesbians, am I right?
0: So many shirts that say women on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Skate Date is a
0: podcast brought to you by two roller skaters in love. Yeah, we were in love and then we were like, what do we next? And obviously the answer is make a podcast. Yeah, so many opinions. Opinions, so little time. So many opinions, so few people to tell them to. So we recruited you. So thank you for listening. And I'm Shove. And I'm Rebel. Together we have Shovel. Can you dig it? (laughs) I love that. That's part of our intro now. That was not originally part of our intro. And thank you, whoever it was that was like, I missed it. So now it's part of our intro.
1: And compliments to the girlfriend that was sweetly lame. On top of you, and when you said we should have a couple name, and uh, we were like, What should it be? and I said, Shovel. And then me being so creative and amazing said, Can you dig it? and now it's her tag, phrase.
0: yeah. We honestly almost <laughs> named the podcast The Dig with Shovel. Yeah, I'm honestly really the glad. No, was be the I'm really glad we didn't name it that.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, but anyway. anyways.
0: So, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this episode. Today we are going to be talking all about body positivity. And so, there's a little bit of a trigger warning we need to give you. Burn. No. No, burn? Trigger warning. Boom. Trigger warning. Dang. Okay. <laughs> What's the trigger warning, babe?
1: So trigger warning is we will be talking possibly, I don't know, because it's the future, but the conversation could turn into anything from eating disorders, body dysmorphia, weight gain, weight loss, judgment on body. So if you felt like you're still not strong enough to listen to any of this, please just go ahead
0: and skip this
1: episode. But
0: you know what? We have lots of other episodes you could listen to instead. Yeah.
1: But for those of you that are like, I need to know more
0: about this. Let's talk. Keep on listening. Keep on listening. (laughs) All right, let's dig into our fake ads. Our fake ads. So these are just holders for, you know, you. If you would like to sell yourself, your products, (laughs) your... You know, anything else that you have that you would like to sell, we will help you sell it. Uh, If you have a business, if you're an Etsy seller, if you're single, um, (laughs) we'll help you with that. Um, So, yeah, just imagine us putting all this energy, positivity, and love into whatever it is you're trying to promote in the world.
1: Yeah, and mind you, we only have two episodes left in the season. I can't wait for this break of only two weeks. (laughs) So, we are gonna be putting a pretty little package together of all the options for you for start for the new season. So, just think about it, let it mule in your brain over the holidays. And, and even
0: sm- if you're curious, shoot us an email and we'll be able to send you out a little price list and stuff. Yeah,
1: link is in the show notes. Let's jump into this fake ad, babe. Let's do it.
0: Hey, babe, wanna go to Six Flags? I don't know, babe. I
1: might not fit in the rides.
0: How about we go to that old movie theater for date night?
1: Yeah, but remember how I had to sit on one butt
0: cheek for
1: two hours? Oh
0: yeah, I'm sorry,
1: babe. It's not your fault. The world doesn't think about fat bodies. I just wish there was an app to tell me what places were fat friendly. That would be so cool. Now introducing the Where It's Fat app it tells
0: you all the places that have fat accessibility. Hey babe, I checked Where It's Fat app for a theme park you could enjoy. We're going to Disneyland. Disneyland? Wow, thanks, Where It's Fat. Oh, I get it, because it's where it's at, but fat.
1: Oh babe, you're so pretty. Where it's fat.
0: Download (laughs) it today on all the app stores.
1: Yeah, but seriously, those things have happened to me.
0: <laughs> and seriously, yeah, it's and like, yeah, it's just it would be really nice if there was a fat accessibility app. What is that? That would a be fantastic. <laughs>
1: All right, let's
0: jump into the real world. To the real world. What are we talking about in the real world, baby?
1: (laughs) So we're going to talk about body positivity and specifically for the fat community. Yes, fat. F-A-T. Not making it cute as P-H-A-T. Do you remember what that sounds
0: like? Yeah, pretty hot and tempting. Tantal- I think it was tantalizing actually Oh I used to think it was pretty hot and tempting or and tasty. I had <laughs> I had a bracelet that said fat on it like F A T Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the coolest bracelet ever. And it was, like, a thick black oh my thing. And then it had, like, white bold letters. Early it was like 2000s? Fat. Yes. No. Yeah. That and <laughs> people were like, oh, what? <laughs> and I was like, fat. Like, cool. And they were like, do you mean fat? Like, i <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And we don't play that
1: here. Like, fat, we're reclaiming it. It's not a bad word. Just watch the tone you're using when you're telling people. Don't be like, hey, you, you're fat. And it's like, or like, oh, yeah, that fat person over there. They're like, oh, have yeah. you seen my friend? Like, she's a beautiful, fat, fat black woman. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, she was over there. See, it doesn't even sound offensive. Yeah, it's not even offensive. It's a descriptor. Because if you told me you're looking for your friend, I'm going to look at all different sizes. Let me know. Are they thin? Are they fat? I need to know these things. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. It's not offensive. Almost I, need, lost I, my need to, I need to know these things. <laughs> Very but, true. So, first of all, let's just like, as soon as I said fat, some of y'all might have been like, ugh. <gasps> Ugh, cringe. That's so
0: mean. We're going to try and say it so many times this episode <laughs> that you no longer get that reaction. <laughs> that you're like, huh, oh, huh. Yes. And then you're like, and then you're like.
1: <laughs> so we're going to be talking about in-betweeners, <laughs> which we will go into a discussion of that. Small fats and super fats. Some of y'all might be like, what the fuck is Shove talking about? And this is stuff that encouraged me to feel more be- comfortable in my body. From listening to like She's All Fat and reading some articles and being like, my eyes are open and I have seen things that were flaws and how I myself have fat phobia and like really taking ownership and not being fearful of certain situations that fat marginalized bodies experience.
0: Yeah, like fat phobia is so ingrained into our whole society and there are so many different layers to fat phobia. Fat phobia isn't just like, A skinny girl being like, I'm so fat. That means I'm ugly. Like, it's so much more than that.
1: I'm going to post a picture (laughs) with my stomach out grabbing my skin and being like, fat girls who wear crop tops, too, and not just doing more harm than good. It's really not helping. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's do a little activity. Rebel loves activities. I love
0: activities.
1: All right, y'all. Put your hands up in the air. We're going to get this from TikTok, which means I'm going to fuck it up.
0: <laughs> all right, let's do it. I'm all ready. right.
1: Put a finger down if you can fit all the rides at amusement parks. Put a finger down if you never check weight limits. Put a finger down if you've never questioned if you'd fit any chair. Put a finger down if you can find clothes your size in every store. Put a finger down if you can find clothes in your size in more than two stores. Put a finger down if you never had to ask a restaurant for a bigger chair. Put a finger down if you've never seated, if you've never needed a seatbelt extender on an airplane. Put a finger down if you grew up with famous people who looked like you. Put a finger down if people never told you. How brave slash confident you are for wearing something. Put a finger down. If no one's told you, you're not fat, you're pretty.
0: Oh, I'm even.
1: Wow, you have five left. I have five left. I have nine left. If you have more fingers down than you do up, you have thin privilege. What is thin privilege?
0: Thin privilege is when you can uh, experience all, not all, but you experience some of the world the way it was created for, for the bodies it was created for. Like you don't have to have the world adapt to your body size. You are able to exist in the world with your body the way it is. Yep. <laughs> is that a good explanation? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so
1: there's a huge thing where it's like, a lot of people Okay, body positivity Can we talk about that for a second? Body positivity is for everyone. everyone. Body positivity was actually, like, made a thing in 1996. I didn't know that. By a therapist that was working with people that had uh, eating disorders. And it was basically to be, like, they saw all the, um, like, societal standards for beauty and was like, no, we need, like, more body positivity and, like, worked on, like, building that in people. And then it was kind of something that, like, came up here and there but didn't really, like, make, a, a, make it on the scene until um, social media. And Instagram ran with it. So, body positivity was, like, for everyone, but it really got pushed forth by, like, a lot of, like, very fat people. Not, like, your typical when you see, like, oh, I'm a plus-size model, and they have the perfect hourglass sheet, and they're, like, a size 12. 12. 14. And you're, like... Mm. <laughs> hmm, your tummy's still flat like okay <laughs> yeah your body
0: goes like this <laughs> yeah and you have a flat tummy yeah
1: and it's usually the go-to plus size model you know you know what i'm talking about you have that image in your head when you're like oh yeah the plus size model that doesn't look human still <laughs>
0: like, y'all are body. gorgeous yeah y'all are so beautiful beautiful
1: but at the same time that's creating a beauty standard within it's yep. not it's not real it's like when you watch like tampon commercials and it's like everyone's like frolicking and wearing a white dress and like
0: having fun and playing and tennis like, and you're yeah, like no doing no. like somersaults <laughs> off of diving boards yeah and you're like you know, the that's not fuck? real
1: that's it's just not it's, real yeah it's not realistic <laughs> but yeah so body positivity started to lift up marginalized bodies um so yeah it's for everyone you can look but here's the thing if you look up the hashtag body positive body positivity Body positive movement and scroll, bet you will see mostly white people and mostly
0: small fat, small fat in betweeners
1: and small fat going to be like me. Yeah, you're a small fat. I used I'm, to be
0: an in-betweener, but now I'm a small fat.
1: Yeah, and I'm, like, a super fat, and then there's people who's bigger, and they have some names that, like, they, like, some people use, but some people don't. Like, it's crazy. They'll break it down, they'll call them, like, death fats just to be, like, it's, like, the stupid thing, but for me, I'm, like, I don't know. That feels like, but if you want to use it, use it, but I'm just, like, I don't know enough information to know if that's, in, like, an inappropriate term an inappropriate term. But, like, we're talking about people that, like, literally their only options to shop is going to be, like, online. Maybe Lane Bryant. Sometimes it, only online. Um, people that, like, have very limited access to places. Um, and it sucks because we get so much hate when you're fat that it's like you did this to yourself and it was your choice. And, yeah, that might be a choice for some people. But a lot of people, there's underlining issues. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mental distress. There's um, trauma that causes it. There's medical problems. Like, you don't know what's going on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, I have no... Like, for me, I'm like, fat people, you want to be fat? Like, I'm fat, whatever. But, like, try to be active. Like, for me, that's been my downfall this year is not being active. And now I feel the difference. Like, even though I've always been fat... I've always been usually, like, active in fat. So it was like, I didn't feel any problem. But, like, be whatever size you want to be. Just take care of your body on the inside. Like, are you trying to eat well? Are you moving? Stuff like that. You yeah. Know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah. So when you look at, the, when you scroll, you'll see a lot of, like, yeah, small fats in between areas. It's very rare. So there's actually a group of women that created um, a hashtag, hashtag called Fat Positive and like fat acceptance. And it was mostly women of color. And that that's what they call like third wave body positivity. Interesting. Just like how there's like third, third wave feminism. feminism. Yeah. Yeah. So this is when like people realized like all right, so, like, I'm a fat person. I'm looking for representation, right? And then, so, they would go on this hashtag body positivity, and it was a bunch of people, like, they were like, yeah, we all have issues, especially, like, cis women, because, like, we're raised with all these issues of, like, thinking we're not enough. But at the end of the day, their str- your struggles aren't as bad as, like, people that have now become so fat there they uh, don't have the access- accessibility. They're now
0: marginalized bodies. Yeah, and I definitely... I understand all of those white women's perspective because that used to be me. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely was smaller than I am now and was struggling with all these very real body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. issues and very real eating disorders, but, like, didn't recognize other people's struggles outside of mine. And I think that's a very common experience. And, like, you're so... In that moment, mm-hmm. like you can end up so just looking at yourself and not seeing anything in the world around you. Yeah. That, like you don't see the harm that you're doing. Like, oh, I'm sure yeah. that if social media existed in the moments where I was at my worst when it comes to my eating disorders that I've had in the past, I'm sure I would have been one of those mm-hmm. problematic people. Yeah, and it's just,
1: like, one of the, like, most problematic things I think I hear a lot of times, like, around my friends that I know love and care about me, and, like, people I've dated even, it's always, like, when they're, like, oh, I'm so fat, like, I look disgusting in this, or, like, blah, blah, and those comments hurt your fat partner or your fat friend, because it's, like, if you think you're disgusting and you're, like, five sizes smaller than me, like, you must look at me and think, like, like that's the worst thing i could become and i think people don't think about that because we get so sucked into just like me 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 my body it sucks like this and that that's what's wrong that we're forgetting like you're supposed to love your body and have that body positivity but there's a difference between self-love and body positivity Mm -hmm. and people get that confused self-love is loving who you are on the inside and that radiates outward so it's like Self-care for self-love. So I'm going to, like, meditate. I'm going to do something good for myself. And things that are, like, good for the soul. Mm -hmm. Body positivity is I'm going to be able to look in the mirror and tell myself, like, my roles are okay. These stretch marks are okay. Like, all this. Like, this is my body. And I'm going to respect it. And it's going to do, like, it'll respect me Mm -hmm. type of deals. And I think people confuse the two of them. So you see a lot of, like, skinny women jumping on and being like, hashtag body positivity and doing yoga in like a size five and you're like what the what the fuck like yeah what, i not... came for all those hashtag so i could be lifted up and feel mm-hmm. normal like yeah <laughs> and that should be hashtag self-care like
0: yeah. but it's hard because there's no one out there being like hey everybody here's the difference between self-love and body positivity yeah
1: but i mean there's people out there and it's usually the people out there are the ones that are like fatter people and that's what sucks it's like you have it's like the fatter people aren't getting the following yeah the people that are blowing up and being known as like body uh, like there's one um famous person in europe and she wrote a book and everything and it's all about body positivity and she has hundreds of thousands of followers wrote a uh, and she's, like, super cute, but, like, I'm, like, okay, you're, like, an in-betweener. Like, you're so, like, you don't, I don't look at you and think, like, fat is, like, society would be, like, fat, but, like, I don't get it. And then if, like, you have someone that's, like, a size 26, 32, it's really hard. Like, there's one that we follow, and she's amazing, and I love that she has hundreds of followers. There are, like, some, but then, again, a lot of times, they're white. So, like, mm-hmm. Tess Holiday, who I will drop that name because... She has over a million followers, and I'm trying not to bring a lot of names into this, but just for reference, I feel like we should at least name one. So, like, Tess Holliday did break a lot of the typical beauty standards because she's short, and she is a larger woman that doesn't have a perfect hourglass uh, shape, Mm -hmm. but then again, she does have, like, the high cheekbones and has the skinny face. Like, not skinny, but, like, smaller-looking face, so it's, like, still more Mm -hmm. traditional in a way. But you'll rarely see someone that has, like, a full double chin that has, like, a rounder, like, the apple shape as much as, like, I know, like, it sucks to always be, like, I'm an apple, I'm a pear. Like, (laughs) like, why (laughs) are we all
0: fruit? It's so weird that we're all fruit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We base so much on that. But anyways, so, like, it is really rare to see um, a woman of color that has an untraditional plus size model shape like make it in the world and we're living in the world of instagram and that's how like instagram they get all these gigs now that's how a lot of people are getting found so anyways third wave fat acceptance came in it was women of color they're larger fat people and literally when you look up hashtag fat acceptance it's beautiful you literally see more women of color you see people that look like me and bigger and rounder different shapes but like beautifully done it's not like just as beautiful as you see these like traditional small models like really like there's like people that have like the lighting's on point the makeup's on point and you're like inspiration like that's That's what you want
0: yeah I didn't even know that yeah so
1: I remember following that on tumblr and forgot about it and I remember Mm. thinking like Oh, yeah, like, fat acceptance. Like, that's another one that, like, I forget about. And, of course, that one got way more heat when people were bullying people for being, like, the body positive. Of course. Yeah, yeah. like, how do you feel about the whole, like, fat acceptance, body positivity is, like, destroying our culture?
0: I think it's all bullshit. (laughs) I don't understand even where their grounds come from. I don't understand people who are, like, you're not healthy. I care about your health. I don't understand that because I'm not about to go up and be like, I think you might have, like, I would never, like, assume something random about your health. So why do you? People don't care. They don't care if you're healthy or not. Yeah, they don't care. It's just like a weird, like, Way to comment? Yeah, I don't. I'm I just concerned don't. About I, your health. I don't understand <laughs> what that gives to you. Like you commenting, I'm concerned about your health. Like, what does that do for you?
1: Yeah, like when people all, like will message me, like, how much weight did you lose? From skating, and I'm like, uh, actually, I gained weight since I started skating because mental issues. So, and second of all, like, I don't go into detail. Also, about that.
0: I don't know why that's your business. Yeah, yeah a lot of times I, I just don't know, reply, like, you would never ask an me if I had gallstones. Like, I don't know, like, this just seems so random, but like, people
1: are so fixated. Like, some people have started roller skiing just because they want to lose weight, like, or
0: you know, yeah, no, I know, but just like in general, I just don't understand. What gives people the right to ask people in fat bodies what's going on with their bodies as opposed to, like, people in other bodies? Like, I don't—I just don't understand why, because a body is is considered other or a body is marginalized, Mm -hmm. why all of a sudden it's open to public discussion. Yeah. I don't think that that's— I don't think that that's the way that the world should work. And I don't know what it is about the human condition that we're Mm -hmm. so, like... I mean, it roots back to, like, us all being like, oh, people who are different, we want to, like... Back into well, like the times when they had like freak shows. Well
1: so touch to touch base on that, like at the end of the day, fat phobia is just racist too. Because what bodies are built naturally to be fat no matter what? Like, it's usually people that are black and brown. Like mm-hmm. we're just like even like skinny people, not all black people have a big butt but a lot of them do and a lot of like brown people might be like curvaceous too and it's like to culturally just be like oh no a very um thin rail like waif of a person that's what's attractive would just be racist in the end of the day too because that's not how all cultures are built yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's like so many layers in it and it's just like so many layers to break the system and realign it and be like oh my gosh but like We're not fully talking about everything and loving your body completely. That's a whole other segment that we could talk for hours on. Specifically, we're talking on the fact that, yes, we all need to love ourselves at every size, but don't forget that at a size 14, 16, we'll never experience the pain, the judgment, and the obstacles that a fat person the size 22 to 36 and up does. And that's what we're talking about. Because they're still, it's like, yeah, we're all fat, but we don't live the right the, the same
0: way. Like, yeah, I mean, here's an example. I'm a size fourteen, sixteen. I'm a size sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a size sixteen. You're what a size? I'm like a 22. twenty-two, twenty-four right now. And like, our lives are drastically different when it comes to the fat phobia we experience, and shove has experienced it for longer and to a greater extent and so for shove it's like oh yeah I get this all the time you know it it rubs off of it falls off of her back more often than like for me I don't get it as often so when I do get it I'm like hey what the hell you know like (laughs) what the fuck like you know like someone called me like I don't know. People call me fat online all the time now, so it's totally different. But like in my IRL life, mm-hmm. like I feel like I I don't get called fat that often, and mm. also I can pretty much like, exist in the regular size, like, the straight size world. Yeah. Not when it comes to shopping for clothes, but definitely when it comes to chairs, definitely when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, roller coasters, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. Not that, like, roller coasters are a regular part of life, but they should be, damn it. But, yeah, I just think that, like, it's important to recognize, especially if you're a small fat like me, that, like, your experience is light, It's, like, fat phobia-like. Can
1: can I bring up something that I've never brought up to you? Yeah. That, like, kind of bothered me, Mm -hmm. like, early on in our relationship. Mm -hmm. One of the first times, like, we went shopping when we were, like, go to Forever 21 and start shopping. And Rebel, it was before she gained her love weight and then COVID weight. And so she was an in-betweener. And when I told you you were an in-betweener, you got, first of all, very offended. You told me straight up you were offended by the term in-betweener. And that you didn't like it because, like, you saw yourself, like, as plus size two. And then, like, but everything you tried on always fit you, like, baggy. Or, like, you were able to get the stuff that was still, like, somewhat, like, straight size. So it was, like, cute. So then I felt, like, really awkward all the time about it. I and mean, like. So, I guess I would want to know, like, your opinion of why, like, how you felt back then before you gained the weight versus
0: how you feel now. Yeah, I mean, that, like, literally... Well, first of all, sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. I didn't know that that hurt your feelings and that I did that. I'm very sorry Mm -hmm. that I hurt your feelings. Thanks, boo. (laughs) Um, But I think that that goes back to what I was saying earlier about how, like, when you're in that space, I think particularly in, like... White people, sorry, we have issues. I feel like as a white woman in that space, like in that mental space, Mm -hmm. I feel like my eyes were so focused on myself.
1: Mm -hmm. That like
0: I never understood or realized what my fat phobia and what my internalized hatred towards myself could do when I verbalized it to other people. Mm -hmm. So I think I literally just was having a pity party, Mm -hmm. you know, for, I don't know, 10 years. Like, I think literally me and my body had this relationship that I was like, this is so like, it would, I feel like as a white woman, it was like my oppression. You know, like just being completely real, it was like my thing that I like related with that was my struggle. And like Mm -hmm. when you're so focused on yourself and your own body issues, Mm -hmm. you don't realize how much the world could be actually more difficult for other people, which I think is a lesson that, you know, every white person who goes through the moments to understand racism (laughs) also experiences like you don't you don't know that the world is different for other people and I think that I literally in that moment didn't know that the world was different for you I feel like also you were
1: going through a lot of like learning how to love your body at the same time so like I never wanted to bring it up that it bothered me because I felt like it was like you were still trying to adjust to being like I don't need to wear baggy clothes. So I remember being passive aggressive with you and being like, like there'd be something I wanted to buy, but you wanted to buy it too. And the reason I would be so like, you don't need to buy it though, is because like you could still shop in other stores that sections that weren't plus size and fit a lot of things. So like, for me, it felt like she's impeding. Like, this is a, like, as much as I love you, it was still like, this is a, thinner woman impeding on my spot because I have only this one store I can shop at that has trendy plus size clothes and now like I can't buy it because she wants it and she doesn't even need to shop here. So I felt very like territorial which was weird. So like I think that's why like I used to get really like why do you want to buy it? Like I wanted to buy that though is because like there was rooted issues there because There aren't many options for like fat people that aren't like church clothes or like have yeah. ugly rhinestone butterflies on it. So I'm stuck with Forever 21 all the time. Yeah. And I think,
0: <laughs> I think that like I, one, was never told like growing up that I could wear form fitting clothes. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually told like, you cannot wear form fitting clothes. Yeah. Like that is inappropriate. So it was like a layer of like the thing that I've worn my whole life. Like, you know, like we worked through this. Like mm-hmm. I literally wouldn't wear things that fit me because yeah. I had never worn clothes that fit me yeah. in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you were saying like these clothes fit you, I was like, they don't fit me. Yeah, because I'm uncomfortable in clothes that are tight at all. Yeah, and so it was like I think a mixture of like that issue that I had Mm. as well so I think that that's where the pushback came like you were like these don't fit me and I was like no you don't understand like putting those clothes on makes me want to cry so Mm. like I can't wear those like they don't fit me I don't feel comfortable I can't live through my life and I had to process through that like existing trauma from like really intense religion and also body hatred. Yeah. And I think that that's where that, like, conflict came from. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just like a, again, just like a very selfish process. Yeah. And and I think that that's why it's so hard for this conversation to happen with people who are in-betweeners or, like, I think in-betweeners specifically because – in betweeners, and I, I felt like this too. I don't fit in with the regular straight folk, and I don't fit in with the plus size folk. Like, where the fuck do I fit in? Yeah. You know, like I have no place. Like, I can't shop here. I can't shop there. Where am I supposed to go? You mm-hmm. know. And I think that that's like a weird moment like it's stressful you finally find something cute and you're like oh just kidding that extra large doesn't fit me and then you find something cute and you're like oh that one x is too big for me yeah and you're like where am i supposed to go and then you have like interactions like we did where you're like you can't have that i'm like then what the fuck am i supposed (laughs) to have you know and i think that that was my side of the issue like me not seeing the limitations that you had and Mm. me just kind of being on my own journey yeah and that's what it is
1: like it's a never-ending journey just to learn how to love yourself i don't know i feel on that note we should roll on over
0: to the will world
1: All right, y'all. So we came over to the Will World pretty abruptly because this is a heavy episode about um, body positivity and fat acceptance. And we're carrying that over into the Will World, but we're narrowing it down more to be like what it's like to be a fat skater, the representation of fat skaters. And... Do we have gear? You know, we don't really. And like, (laughs) how many fat skaters are sponsored? Like, these are all the things like, oh my gosh, like, babe, you weren't really a fat skater, but
0: now I consider you a fat skater. So how does it feel? feels great to be part of the club I like being here I like that you're adding to the representation it's nice and warm here I think after COVID we have so many more fat skaters so many more fat skaters (laughs) I definitely get more comments on my YouTube now about like being fat and being a skater and I'm like sure that's fine I don't care
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, if you don't know, I like to joke and say that I am the patron saint of fat skaters. I am not, by far, not the best skater, but I love to skate. I love the skate community, and I love to be just, like, fat and wearing hoochie clothes on my roller skates on a nice sunny day. Yeah. (laughs) One time I was skating with um, Ash, the one that's in the military now, Mm -hmm. and we were in Hollywood, and I was out of light and this lady like looks me up and down and sees me in my skates and she's all like, girl, you're too big to be, you, you know, your butt is too big to be up in those skates. And I was like, it's more cushion for when I fall and I just kept skating. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And it's like, you just have to know like, to like have these little comebacks and not be like, oh my God, no, no, I'm embarrassed. Like you gotta like just own it. Cause like people already stare at you when you're fat. They're gonna stare no matter what they're gonna go, like, oh, look at that fat person. Then when you're a roller skater, people are like, "Oh my gosh, a roller skater!" So now you have two things you're combining that already draw a lot of attention. And I think for that, you have to be really empowered and just be like, "I belong in these skates and I belong like on these streets." To handle it,
0: I think the only thing that's like really different for me, besides like you know generalized stuff, is that I feel like when I jump at the skate park, like I feel (laughs) like I have to wear tighter clothes now because like I'm just like. Up and down, like yeah. all of my body is up and down, <laughs> yeah. And that it hurts, yeah. Like, I didn't, it hurts, like, it's not, it's not like it's not comfortable anymore, you know. Like, I have to wear more, like, and I, oh, al- I already had, like, I've always had big boobs, uh-huh. and so, like, that's always been an issue. Like, even at Derby, like, they, like, everyone would joke that, like, that's why I was a good jammer is because people would be distracted because I would wear these shirts and they would go really low, and the yeah. boobs would be moving up and down. <laughs> Believe me, I know, I know, but like, <laughs> I was watching. but like. <laughs> now like at the skate park and and stuff like that i'm mm-hmm. like oh i'm like not comfortable and i think that that's part of like
1: yeah. covid though and just yeah. Not yeah. being
0: as active well, but it's plus still you're no it takes that moving up and down it
1: takes time to adjust your body because i remember like i feel like i know when like oh i just up to size because like it's that little movement when you're like all of a sudden you move a certain way and you're like hmm that didn't you used to rub like that and you're like oh and then you feel weird in your body, and then you get used to it again. Yeah. Um. But, oh my gosh, I don't know. I just feel like over the course of the last year, a lot of people kept reaching out to me and being like, we need a hashtag, we need to be able to find each other, like all these fat skaters are scattered, mm-hmm. and I that's why I started the hashtag FatskateLove, which I love to follow, so if you're a fellow fat skater, or even if you're not a fat skater, um, you should follow, follow it. it yeah just to get your algorithm different from just like a bunch of skinny people totally. dancing in their skates you know? yeah I know right <laughs> um but just don't use the hashtag if you're not fat um I had a couple people I reached out to them about it too and they were like oh I thought I was just supporting it by saying fat um one skater really just thought that she was fat and she was probably like a size 12 or, or a 10. And she said, well, I'm in Europe and I'm considered fat where I live. And I was just like, no, you know you're not fat. Like, that's a whole other thing. Your family telling you you're fat, it's just, like, your family being dicks. Yeah. You're not fat. Toxic as fuck. I mean, like, if you don't shop in a plus-size store, then definitely don't use this hashtag. <laughs> it's yeah. not
0: insane. Well, I remember, like, when you first came up with it, I was like, hey, babe, am I okay to use it? Like, I remember asking, like, just... Just to yeah. be clear, like, is am I good or am I not good? I yeah, use this hashtag. Exactly. But, like, it has thousands of uses
1: now, which is great. So, I recommend that. Um, when I first started skating, I don't know if it was just because, like, I'm so vain that I didn't even think, like, am I too fat to skate? And I feel like a lot of people ask themselves that question. That, was, that never ran through my mind. It was just, like... I want to do derby! Like, it's gonna be great! And I think it's because, like, I knew derby skaters, like, I had seen them, and, like, they were, like, not, like, these super athletic people, or they weren't Mm -hmm. super skinny, so I thought, like, oh, like, anyone, all bodies, you know? Yeah. So, like, I never, like, hesitated about it. And then when I went to orientation, I saw all shapes and sizes, so I was like, oh, hell yeah, like, I think I'll be fine. And then I had to practice and I was like, oh, I think I'm the fattest person here, but this is okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then no one said anything. No one, no coach was ever like, you should start cross training to lose weight or like you should go on a diet. Mm -hmm. People were just like, get stronger, like maybe do weights. And that was the most they ever said. Like, oh, like, if you feel like that. But it was never like, you need to be smaller. It was always like, oh, you're a powerhouse because of your size, you know? Yeah,
0: I've never gotten any hate in Derby for being big.
1: And then, like, I've never rolled to a skate park and had people say something that was a roller skater anyways, maybe some skateboarders, to be honest, um, scooter kids do, but, <laughs> but never a roller skater was ever like, what's your fat ass doing here, or giving me weird looks. If anything, they were just, like, a regular roller skater, like, oh, do you need help? Like, what are you trying to work on? Like, mm. blah, blah, hang out with us, which was always cool. But with that being said, as soon as I made a roller skating to Instagram, like... I never saw, like, just, like, fat people just, like, skating the beach path or, like, doing anything, really. And it was really odd, like, at the park or anything. And I remember thinking, like, this is missing. And that's why I put, like, the name fat, like, in my handle, too. But, like, did you ever feel like you saw many fat people? No.
0: I never saw any fat people.
1: I think my first fat skaters I saw online was uh, Caton Skates. And Bird mm-hmm. Brain that now have Chub Club and that was before Chub Club was a thing, but yeah. I think those were my first like fat skaters I saw and I was like, my people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember you having that moment. Yeah, and then like people would find me too
1: and they'd be like, oh my god, like another fat skater. But like even then, it was still like a lot of like small fat, so it was like really rare to like see people that, like. Looked like me. And then I knew they were out there, though. It was just the fucking algorithm was fucked up. Because how many black skaters are there and ring skaters? But those never pop up in our feed. Like, all the people in the South, like, in Chicago skaters, like, those people would never pop out. It was, like, all just California skaters were in the algorithm. Another thing that makes me feel like, made me realize, like, maybe my body isn't welcome in the roller skate community is when I had to get gear. Um, My first pair of knee pads, I think, were... I think my first pair were like just these random, like 187 ones. And I had yeah. to cut the bottom strap. Uh, Which
0: is like so not safe.
1: Yeah. I remember asking our coach, ask Definitely Molly, not I, safe. No, I went and I was like, oh, coach, like, uh, <laughs> I straight up was like, so I'm just like concerned because my pads weren't fitting right. So I cut the bottom strap. Is that okay? And she just looked at me. She's like, You're, you'll be fine. <laughs> but I've never felt safe. I was like,
0: this isn't yeah, right. It is. Yikes. The strap
1: is there for a reason, but yeah. I just wore them like that because I didn't have money. I was like a broke-ass barista. I didn't have money to buy yeah. knee pads. And then I got these Adam gear ones because I started losing weight because of derby. So I got the ones that our coach had, and I was like, yeah, but they definitely were cutting my circulation off, but at least they got up there and, again, cut the bottom strap. But I was like, hell yeah, I got the same knee pads that my coach has. So I thought, like, I was cool. because That's he, so funny. Like, I didn't know me. you did that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, my dad got them for me for Christmas. He was like, what do you want? I was like, Adam gear knee pads. Oh, my <laughs> oh my
0: god, that's so
1: funny. And then finally, uh, 187 made the pro derby pads, the ones that you could cut. There. Is it 2X3X or is
0: it? I think it's 2X3X. Yeah,
1: but to be honest, like, they feel like they're shaped for, like, a man, like, not a curvy leg, something something's still off from them in the plus size, and they still didn't fit right to me, but at least the bottom strap could go on, and I love a good butterfly, but it's just too high impact for part. Aren't
0: they made for men anyways? That that's they made probably it. skateboard legs. Oh, you
1: know what? I think you're right.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they do have, like, supposedly all this, like, roller skate stuff, too. And that's why I always get it confused, like... Oh, no, no, no. That one was, like, pro derby, but I don't know if it was, like, men pro derby. Oh, I don't know. Because that's why I'm wondering. But I just remember being, like... It doesn't fit right, but whatever. They were also, like, $80 just for so new hats. expensive. Yeah. Which is why, like, I worked with Moxie to get the thick set. But we need so many more options. Yeah. That aren't just custom. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So many more options. And like fun colors and different styles. The skate community
1: is welcoming. But when it comes to retailers in the skate community, it doesn't feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Because like people are so afraid to put their money behind it and I think it's because like you have people outside the skate community that are the ones holding like the manufacturers and all this money so they're like I don't know if you need it for real if it'll sell and the roller skaters are like no trust we need this but if they don't have like a roller skaters that like we have a manufacturer that we can just be like make this thing or have enough money to just be like yeah we'll risk it so it sucks but like the roller skaters no we just need the manufacturers to listen and be like hey (laughs) Like, we're here. We're fat. We need protection. (laughs) Yeah. Make it.
0: (laughs) And I mean, like, small businesses are getting better at making, like, more size-inclusive, like, clothing and stuff. But I remember two years ago at RollerCon, Chub Club was literally the only only vendor that had... Like what above a 3X? Yes.
1: And at RollerCon you see fat people everywhere. Everywhere
0: because Derby is so pro
1: fat. Yeah, Derby booties. And they're all walking around in like underwear with fishnets and a it's hoodie great. and their skates. It's <laughs> awesome. It's heaven. Yeah. It's definitely heaven. Can we just take a moment to Honor the rollercon gods and goddesses and hope that in the year 2020 fun. No, they
0: will, they will figure it out for 2021.
1: <laughs> we will be there, Roller Con. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, if you don't know what Roller Con is,
1: look it up. It's great. It's skater heaven. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you don't like derby. Just go. You will not regret it. Yeah, but anyways. You will regret it. Yeah, so we do need the gear. What else? like, okay, sponsored fat skaters. There's me with Moxie. k Is she sponsored? Uh, yeah, by Antic. Team yeah. Antic. And then we have Caitlin uh, Skates is with Moonlight.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How did
1: I miss that? Yeah, she's only been skating her in her Moonlight, moon boots now. Cute. Yeah, there's some fat skaters out there shredding. Like, Can literally it. look at the hashtag and I'm just, like, amazed. And then I see it and then it makes me want to do it. Because then, like, I was told for so long... By a skater near and dear to us that shoot the duck was impossible because we're fat. She said, You can't do it because you have a belly in the way. It's just physically impossible.
0: That's what I was told. And then we saw that like no no-three fat skaters we're in doing it. In that it. Reel. And we are like, oh. Yeah, I put <laughs> <Just> together <kidding. laughs> like a plus
1: size skate reel. Oh my gosh. And we'll have to remember to put the link. In, yeah, in the show notes but yeah like three of the people did shoot the deck and i was like what the <laughs> Yeah, i was like I don't oh know. yeah because i remember bird brain was like you just gotta work on pistol squats and then you build up Which the leg strength
0: literally i can't do a or, pistol squat if someone was like you can have a million dollars <laughs> if you do a pistol squat i could not do a pistol squat.
1: or if you're just like a normal squatter like you can hold that position then you're like good too yeah i'm not Basically, don't let just being fat, like, make you think you can't do certain tricks. Like, you might have to put, be stronger for it and put more energy. because or you might have more to weight.
0: do it in a different way. Yeah. But, but that, that doesn't mean right. you can't do the trick.
1: Yeah. So, I think we're told... Especially if you've been fat your whole life, you've been told no and that you can't and all these things that you start to believe it and you get afraid to even try. And that's why I think now that we have so much more representation, that's one thing I'm so grateful for having the platforms that I have with the following I have, is that I can be that representation to people. And now there's like more skaters. So every time someone messages me and they're like, because of you, I bought roller skates and it's the best thing I ever did. Like that makes me feel so so good like that's why i do it and then i know that person's going out now they're posting and someone's going to see them and they're going to inspire someone so when the world is lacking the representation that you need you should become that representation just do it.
0: Okay. just do it Nike. all right let's move on to two girls one pup Bowie, where are you? He's way over there. Oh, he is sleeping. Oh, the love bug. Hey, Bobo. Welcome to Two Girls, One Pup. What's that? Is that lipstick on your face? I know. We've to put a Santa
1: hat on, but he'll have a Santa hat on next week. He does have his Mr. Grinch bandana on, so he's still festive. You look so good, Bobo. He is Santa Paws.
0: He is not Santa Paz, but he is waiting for Santa Paz to come. <laughs> he's like, Santa Paws. are you going to get me a stocking? Are you going to get me a toy? Are you gonna get me some treats?
1: Last weekend we uh, did our holiday portraits, our Christmas portraits, and Bowie was in them because he's our baby, and we can't wait till we get him back. And we will show you. I'm worried that he's
0: gonna look like
1: really bad in them. (laughs) Yeah, he looks really bad in last year's too. But anyway, Rebel has been spoiling this guy, and I really need y'all to comment. If this is normal behavior. Because at first I was like, yeah, a dog gets a present. Yeah, get him a present. And then it escalated. It escalated?
0: I mean, no, it didn't escalate. Uh, You got him a stocking. Oh, no. The way it would have escalated is if I got him that, like, bowie, bowie jacket. No. That would (laughs) have been an escalation. But I didn't do that, even (laughs) though I almost did. Um, no, so I got him, close your ears, Bowie, I got him a stocking, and in the stocking I put, you know, little rawhide treats that are shaped like a snowman and a Christmas treat, and I got him a candy cane toy, and I also got him a teething toy, because he loves teething, even though he's an old man, and then I also, (laughs) I got him a Santa costume, and I also got him an, a D-Dog I
1: have always wanted any dog I've had to have an Adidas, not real Adidas, but Adidas. dog
0: Jumpsuit. So it's going to happen. Now I need to get him a fake gold chain. Okay. Also, what's funny <laughs> is when I bought that Adidog dog like jumpsuit Mm -hmm. the thing that was suggested to me was a gold chain i'm telling you oh boy you're be pimped it's a look (laughs) yeah so is it normal to buy your dog a bunch of stuff for christmas well if it it is put it in the comments if it's not put it in the comments but don't get mad
1: and look forward to a video of bowie opening his
0: presents on christmas because he knows how to open presents
1: Hopefully it wasn't a one-trick pony, because I know last year he did a good job. This year he's going to be like, open it for me.
0: He is straight <laughs> up asleep right now. Like, he's not even opening his eyes. <laughs> well, that's all for
1: Two Girls, One Pup. Thanks, Thanks for, for hanging out, Bobo. Bowie. Bowie.
0: Deer Shovel. Deer Shovel is the segment where we answer your questions. So if you want us to answer your question, you can send an email to date at gmail.com. We'll answer your questions about anything from parenting to pup advice to (laughs) fashion to body positivity. So here's our question for the day.
1: We got a long email. So let's jump right in.
0: Hey Rebel and Shove. I recently had a nasty run-in with a popular skater named Blank. You can change the name if you want. Because honestly, her story was very triggering, and I can't stand it when folks attack the oppressed and marginalized in defense of the oppressing party. So I reacted and came for her when she, in my opinion, was attacking fat skaters who said they saw themselves in her. Even though I don't think she can really categorize herself as fat or even plus size, when I am certain she can fit into most straight at medium through large sizes. But that's besides the point. Also, fat and plus size folk usually quote skinny shame because of the traumatic history they have had with thin people. I told her skinny shaming wasn't a thing and that it was just plain body shaming, maybe, and even so, it doesn't cause the type of damage that fat shaming causes after a short back and forth. She then commences to try and smear me to her 23,000 followers on her Instagram. Now, mind you, I am a 3X mid-fat black woman. I smoothly shut that down and reported her story of me and blocked her. The entire thing was very triggering because I have been fat my entire life and have a massive amount of trauma because of it. I have had fat friends put their health at risk and even almost die because of the very things she was saying, and I was having none of it. One thing I noticed is she made clear that multiple people came at her with similar things, but she decided to try and make an example out of me. I come to find that a lot of bigger fats left the body positive movement behind because somehow it always came back to centering thin people and their quote problems Mm -hmm. while consistently attacking, triggering, gaslighting, and vilifying truly fat body types, one X and up. I could go on, but this is long enough. I just wanted to know your guys' opinion on if I was wrong for reacting the way I did.
1: All right, so they attach screenshots and stuff to I don't think we're going to go into that. Before you sent this email, I had already unfollowed um, the skater because I was watching it happen. And when they first messaged, or I had messaged at one point because they were talking about, like, how body positivity should be for all sizes, not just plus size. And I was like, yeah, that's so great. Like that's a problem a lot of people forget that body positivity is for like everyone to Mm -hmm. an extent and I think I had put something like we just gotta make sure that like we remember like um larger bodies and I thought it was weird that she didn't respond because she was constantly messaging me and especially she really 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 wanted to be on um one of my IGTVs for um hashtag fat. Fast Skate Love, because mm-hmm. when I was like, oh, I think I have time and energy to start like an IG series, I had that one episode, and I realized, that's a lot. It's a lot. And I already got a lot. I got a freaking podcast now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, and she was one of the people that literally just was like, oh, I would love to be on it, and then she kept mentioning it, and I was like, oh, it's kind of weird, but, like, it was funny because I actually wanted to have her on it anyways, because she's a really good, like, Venice Beach, like, skater and stuff, Um, but again, I started realizing, like, you don't ever wear a mask, and you're constantly in Venice Beach around a lot of people, which is kind of sketch, and then I kept seeing her stories blow up about skinny shaming and how like people saying that there's no representation for fat people in skating was harming was discrediting the skinny skaters that's stupid so i chose to unfollow her she blew up during covid because she is a talented skater but just because a skater is talented does not mean they're good for the skate community it's not always about talent it's about what's in your heart and someone's not right with that uh, when she went ex- uh, to the extent of changing her headline to, um, I used to say like plus size skater to um, all bodies matter uh okay and to be like now i'm gonna change it to all bodies matter it sounds a lot like all lives matter it sounds and it's a just, lot like it we're not equating fatness to blackness but we will say like you're still taking a marginalized thing and being like well we shouldn't even talk about plus size yeah uh, let's wipe now. out that uh marginalization yeah, because completely if we celebrate these marginalized fat women what's gonna happen with us skinny yeah people now all of a sudden blah blah now we'll be the marginalized bodies get the fuck out of here yeah that's such <laughs>
0: bullshit like you don't want other people to be on the pedestal with you yeah if you get knocked back down where everyone is then there's a problem where other people are brought yeah. up to the pedestal there's an issue there <laughs> and What,
1: dear listener you're not right this person is thick we'll say thick Slim thick, just like there's another thick skater that uses hashtag skate I was talking about where it's just like, mm. like, first of all, you don't even, you who are you to even battle about this? And it's like, oh, is it because you're in betweeners? So now you're in between these two worlds and you're being like, no, skinny people matter just as much as fat people. Like, what? Like, the one thing we did that was a benefit through COVID was I finally got my explorer page showing me black people, but guess what? It's still only skinny black people. Yeah, <laughs> on skates like there's a lot of fat skaters, I see lots right? of skinny black people on skates yeah. yeah and I'm like so grateful for that but okay now like can we get the fat phobia out of here too like why is it just like okay there we go we got a touch of color we got some people that look like you in that accent you should just be happy now and it's like no I want to see everyone I want to see queer people I want to see fat people I want to see disabled people I want to see it all yeah <laughs> but you are not wrong. That was something that you're not over exaggerating. Yeah, you are not wrong. I saw that shit go down. It's messed up. And I thought, do I engage? And I thought, too ignorant. And I just unfollowed. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, <laughs> yeah, nope. And if you're listening, don't care. Listen, I, that if you were listening to this part, you probably already know what's up because you would have learned a lot. From the real world and the real world. And now you're learning again. Final lesson is
0: na-ah, boo-boo, na-na. <laughs> I think if you're listening, yeah, let's try and be better because all of us have areas that we need to work on. I have been in that very similar space that you are in, and you can get out of it. There is
1: freedom. Or you can keep, you know, fighting for the skinny skaters. Which
0: just seems, like, so weird. That's like fighting for the status (laughs) quo. It's like, the status quo already exists. Like, you don't have to fight for it. Like, it's there already.
1: Yeah. What? That's like if you saw that, like, a t-shirt came out and they only had black people on it. And you were like, but what about me? Why am I not there? Like, how come my race isn't on it? I'm not represented. It's like, what? (laughs) Like, what? Because you're represented
0: everywhere.
1: Everywhere else. Skinny people. The reason they're fighting for fat skaters to be there. We're not being like, oh, get out of here, skinny girl on your skates. That's not what it's about. It's about where is the representation for fat skaters? Why aren't more fat skaters getting sponsored? Why aren't more things being made for fat skaters just anything why aren't fat skaters being used in these music videos whether or in skaters? these
0: advertisements or, yeah exactly i don't know
1: so and then like why when there is a fat skater there's only one why am i on the only one or it's me and rebel like why isn't it five fat skaters with one was, skinny person that bothered
0: me <laughs> that bothered me so much yeah. about something that you were in yeah and i was like you were like, but there's me, and I'm like, but there's you. But it's no, many like it's yeah. There's so it's many things, many, things. so many things, and so many. I am the oh look, we did it. Shoves there. We got Yay, the fat person. The fat person that probably
1: had ugly clothes. So,
0: <laughs> like literally, yeah.
1: This is so real. <laughs> so you weren't wrong. This person doesn't understand what being marginalized is yet. And that's why they, like, are thinking, like, I'm fighting for everyone because unity. And it's just, like, you can have unity and still fight for the marginalized people. It doesn't, it's not all equal. That's why we're fighting for equality. We're not trying to be, like, oh, no, like, everyone. We're trying
0: to create equity here. We're trying to give each person, no matter their body, an equal opportunity. Yeah. And that is not what's happening currently. Yes, but thank you for your detailed email. Thank you for expressing your raw emotions to Mm -hmm. us. We really appreciate it, and we agree with you. Yes, we do. I can't snap because of my nails. Do you want me to, how do you want me to snap for you?
1: Singing nine to five, gonna make a living.
0: That's so random. She learned.
1: Side note, Dolly Parton doc. She wrote that song on set and she was using her acrylics to make a washboard sound. I love that. Because that's the sound they use. And then so they good. kept that in. But yeah, anyways. So this was the episode of Skate Day where we gave you information. So much information. We got heated. Yes, we did. We talked about fat phobia. Mm-hmm. We talked about how we need more representation. Give it to us. So, dear skinny people, don't worry. Now you know more. And now you know not to be like, oh, no, I'm fat. and around your fat friends, around even your skinny friends. Dear fat people, keep skating. Keep, keep living fighting. your life.
0: You're amazing. You're amazing. Keep being representation. Use that hashtag, #FatSkateLove. love. Skinny and fat people all <laughs> together, just arm in arm. We can all skate. And
1: in-betweeners, we love you. And it does suck that they don't make the perfect size for you. And I'm sorry that now you have to learn how to sew to bring things in a little bit or get stretchy clothes. That also does suck. I was once that size too. All right. Yes.
0: It all sucks.
1: That wraps up our Dear Shovel, and we just want to give a quick shout-out to a Apple
0: Podcast review. Commenter, reviewer. (laughs) Thank you so, so much. To to Hissing Garlic 22. Hissing Garlic. That's a mad dope name. (laughs) What? Hissing Garlic? Yes. Yes, we like it. We, we love it. it. We appreciate it. We love it when you leave us reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, when you leave us a review and you write a little comment, you give us five stars. We might shout you out at the end of this podcast because we appreciate you. And
1: reviews are important because Apple likes reviews, and, and we're trying. Push us up. We're trying to get noticed. We're trying to be
0: some. We're trying to make it in the podcasting world. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna do it. We'll do it. Mark my words. Dun dun dun. Anyways, thank you for coming to this date. With we us. loved it.
1: We only have one more left. Wow, only one more date of this season. Yeah, because you know, we like to break up with someone. You know, take a break.
0: Just before. a little break. We were on a break. <laughs> Exactly, so I wanna have to get you a Christmas present. But then after that we're gonna level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Level two.
1: But yes, we can't wait to see y'all on our last date
0: before the holiday. We're gonna be all Christmased out. So make sure you're dressed up next Wednesday. It's gonna be Chris Mahana Kwanzaa realness. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Thanks for coming. Thanks so Tuesday. much for coming. We love you so much. We'll see you next time. Just Bye. kidding, we won't see you, but you will hear us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>